Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallum. Today we're going to talk with a special blind piano prodigy. According to WPIX-TV in New York, this prodigy's name is Matthew Whitaker. Matthew grew up with music. He received his first keyboard at the age of three, has studied at a number of music schools, and toured with outstanding musicians. Matthew joins us to talk about how he plays the piano blind and his exciting musical experiences. Welcome to the show, Matthew. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's great having you here. Tell us about yourself. Thank you. you were born in Hackensack, New Jersey in 2001? Yes, I was. Um, I was born 23 weeks premature, and the doctors gave me less than 50% chance of survival, and the oxygen that was keeping me alive damaged my eyes. Wow. I was born three months premature, too. So did you become fully blind? Yes. Yes. I do um, um, see light, but that's it. Yeah. Just light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just light. You grew up being surrounded by music. What music did you listen to and what inspired you? Uh, when I was seven years old, I started listening to jazz music. And ever since then, it's been my favorite genre to play and listen to. And what inspires me is the fact that I'm able to share my gift with others and to hear the joy that the music brings them when they hear me play. Do you have any favorite jazz artists? Um, I have a bunch of favorite jazz artists, um, um, including Arthur Peterson, um, Art Tatum, Dr. Lonnie Smith, Jimmy Smith, um, Roy Haynes, uh, Maude Miller, Mary Harris, Chick Corey Chloe Henry, Herbie Hancock. There, there's a whole lot of people. There's a whole lot. A lot of very well-known ones. You started oh, yeah. to love playing music when your grandpa gave you this small Yamaha keyboard at the age of three. Tell us about that experience. Yeah, um, when I came home from school, I would play nursery, um, nursery rhymes, and I would play the melody in my right hand and the chords in my left hand, and I would t- um, teach myself how to play the songs as well. Um, the very first one that I taught myself how to play was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I used to own one of those little children's keyboards, too. It was a Muppet Babies keyboard from uh, Casio. I was about three to five years old, and I used to just push the keys on it, hear the little notes, and I used to play the little beats on it, too. The yeah. When you turned nine, you started teaching yourself how to play the organ. Was it a large organ? Yes. It was, um, it's not, it wasn't a pipe organ. It was a Hammond B3 organ, which is um, very different from a pipe organ. But yes, um, I taught myself how to play that. And at 13, I became the youngest endorsed Hammond artist in his 80 plus year history. When you turned 13, 
you got some awards. What were they? Yes, that was um, uh, that was when I became the youngest endorsed human artist in his eighty plus year history. Oh my goodness, a Yamaha artist. That was when I was fifteen. Yes,、um, I became the youngest endorsed Yamaha piano artist. How did you speak out to become the youngest musician to get into this special group of jazz pianists? Um, a few of the representatives from Yamaha、um, saw me perform a lot of times, and、uh, they asked me,、um, "Would you like to be endorsed by Yamaha Pianos?" And I said, "Yes, of course. I mean, that would be awesome." Why do you like to play jazz music on the piano? I know you talked a lot about jazz. Why? Why, why jazz? <laughs> yeah. Not other kinds of music. Um, I do play other kinds of music. Um, classical, Broadway. R&B and gospel,、um, and a lot of other genres.、Um, jazz is my favorite because it allows me to be、um, free musically with other styles of music. They want you to play it exactly how it's written on the charts and、um, how the, exactly the recording is. But、um, with jazz music, it, it allows you to be you, basically, and you have the option to improvise over the music, which I love. Do you play the piano and sing at the same time? No, I don't. No. Because I saw in the WPIX story you met Stevie Wonder once, correct? Yes, I did.、Um, that was when I was ten years old at the Apollo Theater. I was opening for him, and he was being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Speaking of the Apollo Theater. I understand you were on the new version of Showtime at the Apollo on Fox with Steve Harvey. Yes, I was. Tell us about that experience. That was、um, an amazing experience.、Um, to meet Steve Harvey、um, for the first time was, was amazing, and to perform、um, on Showtime at the Apollo、um, was, was really amazing.、Um, um, I won first place in the competition, but、um, it was a, an amazing experience. It was amazing. That's very exciting. You've、Thank、completed you. years of music instruction. You're currently studying drums and classical piano at the Philemon M. Diagostino Greenberg Music School,、yep. in New York. And Greenberg's the only blind and visually impaired music school in America. How did you speak out to、mm-hmm. get into this special musical place? <laughs> My parents did that. <laughs> When I was five years old, they went on the internet and found、um, the music store on the internet.、Um, the thing is that a lot of the stores were saying that I was too young to be accepted, but my teacher,、um, Dalia Sakis,、um, she、um, wanted me to come into the store, and I had my first lesson with her at five years old. Whatever she played, I,、um, I re-、uh, repeated what she played, and after the first lesson, she said. Um, to bring me in, and ever since then I've been down there. How do you like playing the drums, and how do you compare that to playing the piano?、Um, I love playing drums, and、um, I love playing all instruments that、um, that I do. Um, um, it's it's very as far as um, coordinate, um, coordination goes,、um, it's different.、Um, uh, with drums, for me, I just memorize where the snare drum is, or where the bass drum is, where the cymbals are. Over time, you know, just practice, and same with all the other instruments.、Um, coordination is, is is very important in practice and having fun. Really,、yeah. that's really the most important thing: having fun at at your craft.
What are some of the fun songs that you've played on the drums and piano? On piano, um, I, um, as far as classical music, um, I love playing the Chopin Etude, Opus 10, Number 4. And um, on drums, uh, when, I was, uh, when I was starting out on drums, I learned to play um, Cantaloupe Island. And um, over time, I've just been playing a lot of songs in a lot of different genres of music. And I also um, play that church as well. And I'm the ordinance for my church as well. That's very, that's very honorable. How do you read sheet music blind? Um, I read braille music, and braille music um, is very um, um, good for when I'm when I want to read sheet music in braille. Um, and for jazz music, um, 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 it's not um, there's not really that much. Um, music made for um, in Braille for jazz pieces, but for classical pieces, um, there's a lot of music uh, made in Braille because um, a lot of people um, read uh, Braille music in that genre. But for jazz, I mem- um, I memorize it and I learn songs by ear. Does anybody ever create the sheet music for you? Do you do it ever on your own? As well, or or, uh, uh, or or does do you have like a screen reader that'll read to you some of the music? Some yeah, sometimes um, sometimes it's, it's all three of those um, that you mentioned, um, but most of the time um, we get it from the Library of Congress. Oh, the Library, Library of Congress. Of, yeah. yeah, ones with the National Library for the blind and physically handicapped. Mm-hmm. You were previously a member of both the Organ Messengers at Jazz House Kids and also with the Jazz House Big Band in Montclair, New Jersey. What, what did you do as a member of both groups? Um, so um, I'm, still, um, I'm still a member of the organ messengers at Jazz House Kids, um, and uh, I play organ for um, that group. And for the big band, I played piano. Um, um, unfortunately, due to scheduling, um, I'm not able to make the rehearsals, but um, it was an amazing experience playing with them. And I actually wrote a song that is um, made for a big band, and that big band played it with me, um, which was um, really cool. As a growing mu- musician like yourself, you mentioned scheduling. What What is your typical day like, uh, including not only are you able to balance the music, with school yeah. and free time. Yes, um, um, that really comes into effect when I'm overseas. Because um, when, when I'm overseas and I'm playing a lot, um, the school sends me homework, and I do that on my uh, um, devices, whether it be my iPad or my um, Braille note, which is a, which is a note taker. And um, when I, when I get back, I submit the work either online or I print it out. Yes, um, I go to the store. Um, I, I go to the public store. Um, when I get home, I usually um, go downstairs and um, play music, whether it be on my drums or my instrument, um, uh, other instruments. Um, as far as other activities uh, go, um, I love to um, do um, other activities, including skiing, rock climbing, 
and um, bowling and video games. Um, and um, like you mentioned, um, I always manage to get my work done for store. That's a very good schedule. Um, where do you ski and what are your favorite video games? Um, usually, um, we ski at Mount Peter, which is in New, um, New Jersey. And, and as far as video games, um, um, I play a, a whole bunch of, of different kinds, ranging from audio games to um, games on different consoles. Um, and, as, and, and as far as navigation goes, I memorize and um, learn by pushing a certain button um, where, to, where to navigate on the screen and um, memorizing the sounds as well. Very cool. Um, how exciting. What's even more exciting, now back to music, is that you've toured around the world. Where have you performed? I have performed in Portugal, um, Japan, Italy, France, Morocco, Spain, England, Australia, um, Switzerland, um, Germany, um, and I hope to be um, performing outside of the United States more often. You've also performed, I understand, in my home of the, of San Francisco. I'm from the yes. San Francisco area. Have you performed right in San Francisco or in other in the other cities near San Francisco? Um, I think it was in San Francisco. I performed there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, San Francisco. Oh, San Jose as well, yeah. Oh, San Jose. San Jose. Yes, yes. San Francisco and San Jose are very nice cities. And you've performed oh, yeah. with some outstanding musicians, such as Cameron Carpenter, Regina Carter, and Corey Henry. What was it like yes. performing with these big names? It was really amazing, too. Um, and, and it always is great to play with amazing artists. Uh, for example, Cameron Carpenter, um, he plays pipe organ, and I got a chance to learn a few lessons from him, and I played in, in a few of his shows. I appeared as a special guest playing pipe organ on his shows. With um, uh, uh, Regina Carter, she is uh, uh, a jazz violinist, and there's not too many um, jazz musicians who play violin, and um, she is really great at playing it. And with Corey Henry, um, he plays a lot of other instruments like I do. And um, he's just a really fun person to hang around with. And um, um, his personality is amazing and his playing is amazing as well. After these performances, does the audience come up to you and say, hey, you did a great job? Yes, yes, that, yes, that always happens, yes. That's great. I love talking to the audience. Now, do you ever feel nervous when you perform in big audiences or smaller audiences? And what do you do? To um, that? It really depends on, on the venue. Um, most, um, most, most of the time what happens is that like, if I have never been to a certain venue before, I get a little bit nervous. But once I start playing or coming back to the same venue, I, I get less nervous a lot. All right. Have you won any additional awards? Yes, I have. Um, I have on the uh, Essentially Ellington competition, I've won 
the Outstanding Soloist Award on piano. And at the Charles Mingus competition, I have won Outstanding Soloist Award in the organ. And in 2018, um, I received um, the Emerging Artist Award from the Harlem Stage Group. Matthew, you've also appeared on additional television television shows. What are some of the additional shows that you've been on featuring and showcasing your musical talents? Um, I've, um, like you said earlier, I was on uh, Showtime at the Apollo. I was also on the Harry Connick Jr. show, uh, the Today Show, WPIX, uh, the Ellen Show, and I was featured on a series on Ovation TV called Young Marvels. Wow, big list. Many local and national publications have named you the best. For example, mm-hmm. you were one of seven rising stars in 2018, according to USA yes. Today Network's own 201 magazine. Yes. When and where are you going to perform in the near future? At the end of February, I'll be performing at the Portland Jazz Festival in Portland, Oregon. Um, in March 1st, I will be at the Kuwamba Jazz Festival in Santa, Santa Cruz, California. And I will also be in April performing in Amsterdam, Germany, and possibly France. What advice do you have for our listeners who want to play music? Listen to artists that play your favorite style of music. Then listen to other styles so that way you can grow. And also um, have fun. Have fun. I think having fun is very, very important. The most important of them all. We were wondering if you might play a short piece for us before we go. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I'm currently at my piano right now. Um, I'm, I'll play a song for you called um, My Favorite Things. Okay. I'm going to have you ready. Hey, let's hear it. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
you so much. Matthew, you are an inspiration to us all. We hope that our listeners will listen to you and be encouraged to create some beautiful music of their own. Thanks so much for Thank joining. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Before we go, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says home speaking out for the blind where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to speaking out for the blind shows ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of speaking out for the blind. Thanks for listening and remember to speak out. Here at ACB radio mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Get home and have a beer. Hello. Ah, uh, woman, I told you not to call me here at work again. Women, she nearly made me mid Friday night free for all with Larry Turnbull. He rocks out every Friday night from 7 to 10 p.m. right here on ACB Radio Interactive. Yeah, yeah, keep going there. Yeah. Oh, come on, don't you? The American Council of the Blind has established the Legacy Society to honor and recognize individuals who have communicated their intentions to include ACB in their estate plans via a bequest or another type of planned gift. We want to acknowledge individuals for including ACB in their will while they are still living so that we can thank them for their commitment to perpetuating ACB's good work for years to come. Says ACB President Kim Charlson, more information about the Legacy Society and how you can help is available from Tom Tobin, Director of Development at T-Tobin, T-T-O-B-I-N, at A-C-B dot O-R-G, or by phone at 800-424-8666, option 5. Thank you for listening to ACB Radio and for considering ACB's future financial needs. This is ACB Radio. Connecting the blind community. Connecting the blind community. Hey, how you doing, everybody? I'm Brian McKnight for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Give your keys to a friend, because friends don't let friends 
Drive drunk. One, you like a dream come true. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Dunn. And we're Brooks. And done for rad. And I've got a four-letter word for you. Don't. As in don't drive drunk. And I got a three-letter word for you as in get. Get the keys. When you see someone who's about to drive under the influence. Get the keys. Because friends don't let friends drive, drive drunk. drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council.